Dara and Out podcast, where we tell true stories of survivors or true crime, natural disasters, and everything else in between. Happy Valentine's Day, Michelle. <gasps> Thank you. So cute. My word. It is, uh, it's Valentine's Day, so happy. Yeah, this very day. It is. I'm probably doing something amazing and wildly romantic. Are you? I eat, no. No. Girl, I'm probably playing. Playing World. And- yeah, playing fucking video games the whole time. <laughs> Maybe ordering in some Red Lobster or something. <laughs> No, just kidding. Uh, it's probably Mexican food. <laughs> no, you got those lobster rolls from oh Maine God. coming. God damn it. Yes, I had those last uh, Valentine's oh, Day, I think. That's so funny. Uh, I love those stupid lobster rolls. And it's seriously like they send you all this stuff and you need one. Yeah. And you're done. You're like, yeah, I'm content with lobster rolls forever. Right. And then like three months later, I'm like, mm, lobster sounds good. <laughs> Go to Maine. <laughs> Oh, that's oh, funny. I think Maine would be awesome, and I would eat nothing but lobster rolls the entire time I was there. Probably. So it is a few weeks before my wedding now. Can you hardly oh, believe my, it? I cannot. I'm so stressed. <laughs> so stressed. But we're counting days now, oh, yeah. not months. No. Oh my gosh, I'm a little right. bit stressed about your wedding, well, and you're I'm making the cake. All I got. Oh, I. I was like, all I have to do is show up. But yeah, nope. I guess the cake. No, the cake is fun. That's yeah. not stressful. Yeah, you showed so. me some stuff for it, so I'm super excited yeah, about it. Yeah, all the flowers and fun things. Yeah. My uh, gosh. It's going to be great, guys. So, uh, yeah. So, in, uh, I guess, in honor of your wedding. Oh, thank you. We made these Italian wedding cake cocktails. Cute. Which actually could also be a Valentine's Day cocktail because they're very pretty pink. Yeah. And... Just kind of delightful, though I will say it's a little bit like drinking uh, strawberry yogurt. It does taste like strawberry yogurt. Yeah, Yeah. a little bit, even though there's no strawberries in it whatsoever. So let me lay this down for you. Please. We have two ounces of vanilla vodka, an ounce of cranberry juice, an ounce of pineapple juice, a half an ounce of amaretto, Mm -hmm. which adds that sort of... I think it's the thing that makes it taste like strawberry yogurt for some reason. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) what it is. So the armoretto, and then actually also a half an ounce of it's. I think it's cream de cocoa. I never say it right, but anyway, I got the white chocolate Godiva stuff. Ooh, and you just add that in, and it just adds this very. I don't know. Makes it very pink and pretty and delightful. They look a little different than the picture. That I found it, in the picture, it was sort of a darker pink color, mm. and then like a, a like a foam of oh, white. Interesting. That's not how these turned out just at pink. all. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're cute. I love the little Italian part as that's well. That's right, Thank just you. for you, Caitlin. Uh, I would. I was like, Mamma Mia, or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I hope that's what you did. Well. You saw yes. that recipe. Oh. Mamma mia, we have to do this. Mwah. Jeez. He's like, and you're done. All Italian what? listeners are out. <laughs> like, we're out, bitches. We hate you. Uh, oh, gosh. Well, we hope you have a really romantic or fun. Are you going to do your normal heart-shaped pizza? We usually do a heart-shaped pizza, but this year, Nick is like, I'm like, Nick, what if we got giant heart Bodo bars from Seize Candies because he loves Bodo <gasps> oh, bars? Oh, yes. I recently introduced them to him because we got my grandma some Seize Candies. Oh. And so I was like, here, let's just, let's just, just split this. this. Yeah, like, you may like this. And he tried it and he's like, I love this. I know. <laughs> I used to tr- want to figure out how to make an entire cake out of that. 
that oh like gosh. could you imagine like a chocolate cake and that bordeaux in the bar middle. like oh my god like brown Dude. sugary chocolatey deliciousness yeah that would be amazing Ugh. Ugh. good call Right? Get that. So we'll see. And the heart-shaped pizza. Maybe just both, right? No wonder he's marrying you. Treat I get yourself. it. yourself. Thank you. I'm going to fucking marry you myself. <laughs> we'll see what happens on the wedding day. <laughs> All right. Um, you going to start us in on a story? Yes. All right. Okay. So this story is about Terry Jindusa Nikolai. I, Terry. Terry, yes. Terry's a... Ter- well, okay. I'm going to try to say it. Okay. Terry Jindusa. Yeah. Nikolai. Yes. Nailed it. Good job. Look, I feel like it even works with our Italian wedding drinks. Oh, yeah. There we go. All right. So we're in Wisconsin. Okay. Less Italian than I was hoping for, (laughs) but okay. Terry uh, married David Larson. Okay. And can I stop you real quick? Oh, my God. It's just the first sentence. I know. Is Terry a boy or a girl? Because, I mean, Terry could be either way. That's very true. You're right. Okay. It is a female. So Terry and whom again? David. David. Okay. Okay. Um, so they got married, but after the wedding day, David's true colors pretty much started to show right away. Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. So she got a little bait and switch situation. A little bit, yeah. So he became controlling and would blow up at Terry for, like, small things. Mm. Like, the towels weren't folded in a certain way. What is that? Sleeping with the enemy. Did you? Oh, that's probably before your time. God damn it. How old is that? I don't want to talk about it. Oh, but anyway, in... It's a movie with Julia Roberts, and it's sort of a domestic abuse situation where if, like, she doesn't have the soup can faced a certain way and lined up just so, she got it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And even, like, the the curtains were out of place. Like, Mm. little stuff like that, like you just said. And she had to keep the uh, bathroom door open when she was showering or even using the bathroom herself. What? She had no privacy at all. That's not good. She was scared about anything and everything that she did. And one time she broke a glass and she actually threw it away in the neighbor's trash just so he could not see (gasps) that she broke something. (laughs) That's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. So one day she had all the ingredients out to make like a spaghetti dinner. And he told her to put the package back of spaghetti before it went bad. And she pushed back saying, like, do you want to eat dinner or not? They're dry noodles. Like, they're not going to go bad. Okay, I was going to ask, yeah. like, what is this situation? Yeah, he said it didn't matter what he said made sense or not. She just had to do it. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. This argument actually escalated because Terry hid in the basement because he installed locks on the inside of the doors and he the only one that had keys so she oh my gosh so she didn't even have she any get privacy out. or oh my she ugh. couldn't even get out so she ran to the basement to hide oh my god but this couple had two young daughters what and, yeah oh i didn't think there were children involved <laughs> no, yeah and she knew sitting in that basement that one day hugh probably would abuse them eventually uh yeah so she decided that it's time to go okay absolutely okay. So she luckily took her two girls and got out. And they lived in a shelter, and then she filed for a divorce right away. Okay, okay. So she's making all the right moves. Absolutely. So in the courtroom on the day of the divorce, David was crying and said that she was going to regret this decision. I'd be like, as a judge, hang tight there, bro. <laughs> right? Um, she's not going to live to regret this decision. If you do something to yeah. make her live to regret her decision, I will make you regret it. Exactly. Uh. That was a... 
drunken. I don't know what. I'm sorry. Rant. Yeah. Go, girl. Let it go. Uh, but actually, three years go by. Okay. Okay. And Terry actually marries Nick Nikolai. Marries Nick Ni- Nikolai. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Who actually loved the girls like his own. Oh, so Nick Nikolai is an amazing person. Absolutely. Is that what you're saying? I'm just God saying Nick it. around, like all the Nicks, you know. You're good out. people. Um, But they actually learn that they were expecting. So, <gasps> oh. I know, right? But Terry was still battling David for full custody of the girls. So, I don't know if you know this or not, I but who's who's the father of the girls? Is it David? Yes. David, oh, okay. Yes. So, so they, they had two girls. In the course of their marriage. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just like, boom, there's kids. So I just assume maybe mm. they were stepkids or something. No. Okay. I apologize. Keep going. So she was battling for full custody from David to have the girls. And she was shocked because he was violent towards Terry and he still got... Uh, violent towards her, like, abusively, verbally, and physically against her when, like, she would drop off the kids. Oh, so he's so, still being a absolutely. mega jerk. But I guess the court saw it like he still wants to be in the kids' lives, so they're giving him opportunity to make a relationship with them, even though Not he's ever. a dirtbag towards yeah. Terry. So Abusive a-hole, is that what we were trying to say? Exactly. Well... Terry actually got a restraining order against him because oh, they're okay. speaking too much. It is now January 31st, 2004, and is the third anniversary of her divorce to David. And he asked if she could pick up the girls at his house. <laughs> she was hesitant, but she actually agreed. And when she got there, he told her that the girls were playing hide and seek and they wanted her to find them. They were actually locked in a back room <gasps> bedroom watching a movie, not knowing that, that they're locked in and their mother's in peril. Yep. Oh, God. Okay. I'm sorry. So once she got inside, David actually starts beating her with a baseball bat. Oh, my God. Yeah. He duct tapes her hands, feet, and mouth and places her into a trash can head first. <gasps> he put the trash can in his truck and she remembered that she still uh, had her cell phone on her. Like he oh, didn't even well, check that's with that. Good. She was able to situation herself pretty much and get her phone out and she actually dialed 911. Oh. She yelled his address, but 911 thought it was like a prank or something they didn't take it seriously. oh my god oh my god no <laughs> what so three hours pass now and terry and the girls have not come home to nick and he is very worried so he calls oh. police and he gives him david's address of where she was going to pick up the girls yeah we have this sort of precarious situation yeah. maybe go check it out nick gave the address of david's house and that was like oh a lady called earlier from that fucking location. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Uh, so I'm please. amazed they put that together. Right. Frankly, okay, that was mean. I apologize. Deputies went to the address, but the house was completely empty. And neighbors said that they saw David towing her car earlier that morning. <laughs> That's mm, not suspicious at all. Right? Where are the little girls in all this? We'll get to it. Oh we'll get my to god! It. Okay. This is when a second 911 call comes in again, and it's Terry. Yeah. Guys, it's not a fucking prank. (laughs) I need help. Well, she was able to stay conscious enough to tell her her name, that her ex-husband is trying to kill her, and that she's in the back of his green pickup truck. And it's not a fucking prank. Yeah. Okay. But she said nothing about the daughter. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, she did, didn't know anything about daughter. Well, I guess she probably so. just presumes that they're safe and happy. 
in playing hide and seek still. Right. I feel like I'm slurring. I apologize. <laughs> uh, so police actually go back to the house, and the girls were not there. But they found black sweatpants, which Nick told them what, that's what she was wearing that day. Oh. A large blood stain on the carpet. Oh, from where he beat her with the bat. mm, Mm. And an empty handgun case. (gasps) Nearly 100 law enforcement officers are following leads in the case and also volunteers are spending time driving around unfinished neighborhoods and searching basements of the unfinished houses. Oh, wow. Just trying to find her. Oh, my goodness. Even an Amber Alert didn't even help with any of the leads. Oh, I know. So police then waited for David to report to his job as an air traffic controller. Oh, shit. So he's an air traffic controller? Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't you have to be hella smart for that? You would think. Like, (laughs) I I heard somewhere probably a movie about air traffic controllers. I feel Uh like there was a movie with John Cusack. I know hmm. I'm taking us way off line, yeah. but he was an air traffic controller and they were such arrogant pricks in that movie because they were like the smartest people fucking alive mm. pretty much. And it's like, cause you have to be super smart for that job. Like yeah. it's high stress. It's very fast paced and you can't fuck up. Well, police and Oh, so he waited for him to come. And then when he showed up, he asked him like, Hey, your ex-wife is missing. Would you like have, to, have you heard from her? Yeah. Could you come back to the, the station and answer some questions? You know? And he said yes. He's trying to play it cool. Yeah, exactly. So they asked him if, uh, hey, is she in a garbage <laughs> bin can behind yeah. your, in your truck there? So they actually questioned him for six and a half hours. Oh my gosh. David dropped the girls off at his girlfriend's house when Terry didn't pick them up from the designated oh, time. Oh, I see. So we're going to, she's a deadbeat mom yep. now. Whatever. Hearing that, officers actually went to the girlfriend's house and the girls were safe and sound there. Oh. But then detectives told him that they actually found Terry's sweatpants and blood in his house. And then his story changed. (laughs) I fucking bet it did. Mm -hmm. His story. Whatever. Right. Whatever. His story changed to that Terry attacked him. Oh, it's his blood, maybe. And he responded in self-defense. Oh. And he said the rest was all a blur. He didn't remember what happened after what the that. Fuck, David, I'm done with you forever. But there, of course, was enough evidence to detain him. Her sweatpants, the blood, you know, the story wasn't adding up. The story was not adding Mm-mm. up. Thank you, Caitlin. So once they got him into custody, they started to go through his belongings. And in his wallet was a bunch of receipts and business cards. One of these cards was a storage unit. <gasps> Oh, mm-hmm. so she's been stashed in a storage unit, has she? They, <laughs> they called the storage facility and confirmed that David was there recently. So police opened the storage unit and found a bat with dried blood and a trash can that was duct taped shut. Dude, just wash the fucking bat. Like, throw Lazy. it in a river. Like, Right. Oh, this is very evidence-ridden. I'm going to hide it in a garbage can with duct tape. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, I mean, the trash can with duct tape is pretty suspicious itself. I will say, I recently did some work with some fraud investigating, Uh and there was a locked garbage can. That was the first thing I went into. Right? (laughs) Anything locked or... Yeah. Come on. Oh, a safe? Yeah. Let's open (laughs) that right away. Come on, man. Uh, Sorry, so, I'm disgusted with this motherfucker. Right? So they opened it and found Terry holding on to life. She had been missing for three days. It's been three oh days. Oh my God, mm-hmm. that is a long time. 
And it's Wisconsin in January. So oh, it's, so it's fucking freezing. Yeah, exactly. My God, girl. You know that time when you're like, hmm, I wonder if we missed all these swear words for the radio edit. Because Michelle only swore twice. That's not the case. Last this time, time it was only three times. This time, I Yeah, know. it's F-bomb, F-bomb, <laughs> F-bomb. Every Fair three enough. seconds. I'm fucking done with David. <laughs> so they actually left her in the trash can because until paramedics came because they were oh, afraid to, if they if moved her. If they moved her, her she would just absolutely. die, to, uh, pretty well, much. Worse than her injuries because when they saw her, her feet were black <gasps> due to frostbite and her eyes were swollen and she had a crushing injury to her skull like oh i of course she's been beaten by a bat Mm -hmm. oh my god i didn't even like put the two together yeah so this poor woman has been suffering and her core temperature was actually 86 degrees oh my god that is significantly low yes I remember my grandma, she had a hyperthermia situation. Oh, really? Yeah, it was actually kind of crazy. She came over for Christmas. I apologize. We're going to totally move away from the story. Well, I should tell this story one time. Okay. No, she came over for Christmas, and then we took her home. Uh-huh. And right after that, we think she maybe got a some sort of bladder or kidney infection oh, like yeah. in in mm-hmm. that time because all of a sudden she got home and she started seeing all these people at her house and oh. so she would call us up at three in the morning and be like there's a ton of people, people in our house and they want to steal my jacket like it was bizarre oh. and so we started staying with her every night and then me and my friend amy went yeah. over no she would like cook pancakes for like 30 people it was oh crazy. Gosh. And so one time she went out and drove in her car out into this field because she thought she was driving somebody somewhere. Oh. And she got out. She walked a little ways and then apparently tripped at some point. And so um, so she was out there all night. Oh, my god! And her core temperature only came down like three or four degrees. And okay. they were freaking out right. over just that. Not 10 degrees like this yeah. situation. No, the only reason they found her is because... Um, the guy whose field she ended up like driving into, mm-hmm. he tripped over her in like <gasps> he was going out to investigate why this weird car was out in the middle of his field and he tripped over her body. Oh and gosh. of course it wasn't her body. She was alive. Right. Um, but they brought her to the hospital and she was, like I said, down, I think it was only like three or four degrees. And it was a huge deal. Oh I mean, gosh. it was a, like a big, we need to save this woman. Right. So it was a craziness, and she never recovered. Really, she never really? spoke again. Oh, and yeah, my gosh. we think she had a because she got very delirious. We think she just had this raging infection mm. that they couldn't get under control, and because it makes you delirious. Like a right. lot of times when elderly folks have um, dementia, it's often not dementia. It's, it's urinary tract infection. Yeah, it's a yes. urinary tract infection, yeah. and we think that's exactly what happened. Is she just had this rampant infection through her? Her whole body. And I mean, I think it started with a urinary tract mm-hmm. infection, probably from not using the bathroom or something when right. she came to our house. And it just escalated and it's crazy. ultimately led to her death. I mean, she died like oh, six months later I'm after so that. Sorry. I mean, so it was, sad. yeah, I, I mean, it was, I was like 17 right. at the time. And but, but no, I learned that in my like psychology developmental class is like people who are older and they just get urinary tract infections. They have, like, signs of dementia. Yeah, that's exactly and, correct. And you just and think you they just got dementia, to... let's throw them into a foster exactly. home. Exactly. And... You just need antibiotics. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm sorry. We got way off track. That's okay. No, that's okay. Okay, back to um, David and poor Terry, yeah. who's been suffering. 
So once at the hospital, doctors said that she was one hour away from death. Oh my gosh. So they got her just... I just feel like maybe something intervened. When something like that happens, like you're so close to death. It's like, we're gonna... We're going to bring you some help because you need it. Well, she states, if you have kids or someone you want to stay alive for, that's enough oh. for her to stay alive. Oh, God, she's staying alive for her two daughters. Yeah. God oh. damn it. <laughs> so Terry actually spent around seven weeks in the hospital. Oh, my Undergoing gosh. 10 different operations. That's a lot of time in the hospital. Yeah. Unfortunately, with her frostbite feet, some of her toes were... Like, had to get taken out. Oh, girl, you're alive. I know, yeah. She remained in a wheelchair for several more weeks, but she got to go home. Oh. Unfortunately, she did get a miscarriage because of everything. Oh, I forgot she was pregnant. It was a few weeks. Poor Nick was probably, I'm sure, devastated. Oh, I'm sure she was devastated. Yeah. But August 16th of 2005, David was sentenced to 35 years in prison for attempted first-degree intentional homicide. Good. Yep. 35 years. That's what I'm talking about. Over the years, Terry has been um, instrumental in helping to draft laws to protect domestic violent victims. (sighs) Terry. Terry and Nick actually welcome a son a few years after the attack. Oh, Oh, God. Sorry. Michelle cries for a long time. But as people asked her about how she found strength to survive, she states, a woman is like a tea bag. Only in hot water do you realize how strong she is. I know, right? So she's still married to Nick. They have a son now, so they have three kids. uh, And and David's now in studio. Oh, actually, so what they said, the storage unit was actually... Uh, visible from his control tower at the airport. Are you effing kidding? So he could. They think that that. So since he could see the like storage unit, he was he's being... like, he could see her suffering like from <gasps> afar oh. and knowing what he did. Like, how disgusting is yeah. that? Yeah. So you're just worse of a cockbag yeah. than we ever hoped for. Absolutely. So good riddance, David. Yeah. Fuck, Fuck you. you. Enjoy your 35 years in prison. Mm-hmm. Were you ready for my story? You want to know the title of it? I do, yeah. Hold on. I got to find it. I hit it. (laughs) How I almost died on my wedding day. (gasps) No! No! Shit. How could you? Oh, I looked far and wide for Mm -hmm. wedding survival stories. Okay. Oh, I can see where we talked about that. When you put in like wedding survival stories, it's like how to survive the big day, and that's not what I'm looking for at all. That's I actually looked for that too. I'm like I already will survive. I'm sure. I'm stressed up as it is. I can't find any stories. Oh, so okay. So of course, it's about a woman Did on you her spill. Yeah, I spilled drinks all over all of my stories. It's like it's layers mean. thick. It's through the whole thing. It's still wet. Yeah. No, I know. I did this, like, on your stove oh. as I was making drinks. <laughs> That's funny. All right. All right. Dry it out. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Girl, I apologize. <laughs> we I'll probably end up calling her China for the rest of oh, it. Her name is... Okay, I can totally do it. It's going to be awesome. 
Chin Swara Omkumu. You said it again, but like more fluid. Probably not. Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. Chin Sara Roma Kawu. You tried. It yeah. sounds good. I mean, I don't know. So maybe we'll call it. her China from here on out. Because that's the first part of her name. You want to try it? Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, China. Yeah, the first few words just is China. So we'll just. Yeah, yeah we're just getting into. Maybe we'll call her C. I don't know. Yeah, we'll just. I don't know. What's her last name? There is no last name. It's just that. And it China... never says where she is. Chinara Sambaluku. Uh, you nailed it. <laughs> I feel like C is just better. All right. Yeah, we'll just say your name is C. Yeah. I don't think we. We'll call her C because it's a very long name and we don't want to get it incorrect. So. Yeah. And probably the first part is not actually China. <laughs> Correct. Right. Sorry. Yes. All right. So how I almost died on my wedding day. I love it. Let's Dedicated to Caitlin. Ugh. Okay. Okay, so this woman, Ms. C. Okay. Um, So four years earlier, she had started her battle with typhoid. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And actually, I've learned quite a bit about typhoid since I've read about this. Um, My boss had typhoid. Yeah, it's a it's a bacterial infection. Yeah, yeah. And it sounds like it's like a salmonella type. Yes. I don't think you like get it from chicken, but you can get it from food and that type of thing. Like a gas station burrito. Yeah. No, I mean that's kind of it's it's very food related, food Uh, or drink related. Okay. So it was recurrent for her, and so she became regular on like antibiotics and liquid herbs and powder herbs and she just couldn't get rid of this particular typhoid okay like she's just really been struggling with it and so we're and actually i don't know if it helps but we're somewhere in africa okay so this particular story came from it it was self posted i guess and Mm. there were stories from nigeria and south africa and kenya and kind of all over so i don't know where in particular other than africa right that's where the story came from okay so she used medications quite a bit to try to rein in this typhoid Mm -hmm. to the point where actually all of her joints including her fingers ached really badly oh my gosh from all the medications and things and she just she couldn't get rid of it so she kept having relapses pretty much every four months. Wow. She was having relapse after relapse. Three weeks before her wedding, she had a relapse. So the same issue uh, arose. It was so bad that she had to be admitted to a private hospital mm. that was close to her house. And so she was actually, she was admitted to the hospital to sleep overnight, which was the first time that had ever happened. And she had would needed to actually take fluids and things like wow. they had to put an IV in her okay. and the whole thing. So before this, all of her treatments had been just pill form. Oh, you know, so now it's like, it's kind of going to IV. Yeah. Okay. We're, um, we're taking it up a notch, mm. if you will. So five days later, she yeah. was feeling fine. Oh, okay. um, so preparations for her big day kind of went on as normal oh, good. and it kept approaching faster and faster. I cannot imagine how stressful it would be. You're in the hospital before your wedding. Yeah. Like, my gosh. Uh, so with joy in her heart, she knew she was going to marry the man she loved. Aw, cute. So a day before the wedding. Yeah. We're now in February 26th. And so I think this is like 2020, okay. actually. Wow. Um, It's not too Recent. long ago. Yeah. So 
she had plans. They were going to do the rehearsal the previous, or the rehearsal dinner had been done the previous day. So that was kind of out of the way. And so guests were sort of just meandering on the grounds of where she was staying and their house was full. She said it was just palpable. The joy was in the air. You know, they were very excited to be married. She had yet to do her hair and nails and everything. But later that evening, she was going to have her bridal shower that had been planned by her best friend. And then they were going to do her hair and nails and everything at that point. Yeah. They had paid for a hotel suite and all her bridesmaids were getting ready to turn up. And they just needed to sort of finish packing her last minute stuff before she headed to the hotel where she was going to meet all of her folks, if you will, to get ready for that last, the big day. So breakfast that morning was her favorite meal. It was ham and eggs and she savored every bite as her last breakfast as a spinster, as it says right there. And so she went into this sort of fully loaded refrigerator to find a drink to sort of wash her delicious breakfast down with. Fair enough. So there's all kinds of drinks in this freezer. I'm assuming it's a refrigerator, but she says freezer. Oh. So anyway, so she could have actually had any of the ones she wanted, but she found this sort of beautiful pack of liquid that she thought was okay. i know i'm like mm, okay pack of liquid okay it was bright blue and so beautiful and she had never seen it before so she was like yeah i'm gonna give that one a go Fucking drink that yeah shit down. i'm the bride damn it <laughs> i can do what i want <laughs> so, sorry <laughs> this is why we don't do live this is why we don't do live okay so she brought this drink out of the refrigerator. Yeah. She read the ingredient panel carefully as she sort of does in her normal life. And it was sort of a milk yogurt drink. Like we had. Yeah. yeah no. Okay. And she said she said, permit me not to mention the brand name. Oh. I.e. maybe this caused some harm and we don't want to tell everyone. Lawsuits. So yeah. Lawsuits, I guess, are a thing. Yeah. <laughs> So it was cold, and she decided to have a drink of it. Um, and the first gulp she took, she realized her mistake. So, <gasps> no. but she realized her even graver mistake later was not spitting it out. So this milk, sort mm-hmm. of beautiful, delightful blue drink that sounded looked amazing, tasted sour and awful. Mm-hmm. But she ended up swallowing it and sort of put it back in the fridge. Oh, okay. <laughs> so All right. I might not have put it back in the fridge myself, no. but that's what happened. So pretty much this is the beginning of what would turn into a family tragedy. Oh my gosh. So you're welcome. Okay. Yeah. Let's dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun. So she sort of went about her day. She's super excited. She's beaming with excitement. She's ready to get married. Everything was ready to go. All she needed to do was sort of show up tomorrow with her dancing shoes and she'd be ready to go. Oh, okay. So pretty much about 20 minutes later, after she drank that milk, she started feeling nauseous. Mm. She started sweating and her head spinned. Oh my gosh. Her head spun. I don't know what's correct. I don't know. But anyway. Sounds good. Her best friend was in the room and wondered why she had kind of become sort of lethargic and Mm. weird all of a sudden. And the next thing her best friend saw was her running off to the bathroom to throw up. And so she figured, I'm through it. 
I've thrown up this bad milk. Yeah. All is well. But then she felt worse afterwards. Oh, really? Usually, like, I throw up and I feel much better afterwards. And I'm. I don't, man. No? Once I throw up, it just means I'm going to throw up continuously. You're, you're just going to keep on yep, throwing up. Exactly. Oh, usually it's like once I throw up, yeah. I'm all sweaty and gross and shaky and I go to bed and kind of cuddle in and then no. I'm ready to go to sleep. I just make a bed in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, poor Caitlin. <laughs> oh. Well, we won't think of you okay. in this next part. No, I kid. We will. Um, <laughs> okay, so she thought it was just stomach upset, so they sort of waved it off. But she sort of started to feel worse and worse. Mm. And she became a roller coaster of vomiting. And mm-hmm. she said that probably in the time between when she first started vomiting and actually like went to the hospital, she probably threw up 20 times, <gasps> if not more. Oh, my god! And so it was just like, I mean, it was uncontrollable. And she was clearly in a lot of distress. And later, she, of course, had nothing to throw up. I mean, everything was gone, and she was still just dry heaving. Right. So, poor thing. So, and then, as if that's not enough, now the diarrhea starts. (gasps) Poor thing. She starts stooling. I'm assuming that's diarrhea Yeah, I would think so. Poor thing. And so, now she's throwing up, and, you know, so it's coming out of both ends at this point. You're welcome. Real. Sounds like food poisoning. I like to keep it classy. (laughs) So... They were trying to, like, play it cool, like nothing was happening with the bride at this point. But at this point, everybody knew that. This is the day of now? No, it's still the day day before. before. So her dad goes to the pharmacy and tries to to get, like, an anti-throw-up medicine, essentially. And she took it and immediately threw it up. (laughs) So, I mean, like, hardly even got into her mouth yeah they tried to give her a little bit of coke maybe that would like we get seven up right you know yeah, that yeah. would help her stomach she immediately threw it up and so she just threw up everything that they tried to give her to oh help my her gosh. and so her aunts are like if you're pregnant you better tell us oh. you better let us know right now she's like no i'm sorry and her mom is crying why are you doing this to me what is it now oh my gosh <laughs> So um and then her poor dad was like did you plan to die on your wedding day oh my <laughs> god if that's your plan it won't work the big uncles are here in there everyone's traveled they're, so far actually, how dare this, you this turns kind of terrible because oh. they're like they're gonna cut your face and burn your fingers if you Jeez. don't if you disgrace me all right so yeah shit got real for poor miss c here <laughs> So they all crowded in on her, but no one had mentioned going to the hospital at this point. Why? So she thinks it was all the confusion, like all this craziness going on of all the wedding and everything. And so they ended up like her best friend was like, I'm going to take you out of the house. I'm going to get you out of here. And so they got into a car and then they were like, you know what? We need to just take you to the hospital. Yeah. So they ended up rolling to the hospital. Good. Yeah. No, good. Exactly. So immediately the doctor saw her. They, she showed up at the emergency room and they're like, we need to see you right away. Aww. This is not good. And so, and he declared that she was going to be admitted for days. <gasps> and she was like, no, I can't. Nah, man, I have a wedding tomorrow. And her friend screamed, no, her wedding. <laughs> 
wedding is tomorrow. Oh my gosh, so stressful. But the doctor was like, nope. So they wheeled her upstairs and they immediately took blood samples and a drip was put back into her arm. And so she told the doctor like, hey, I've had typhoid this whole time. I've been battling it for years and have not been able to kick it. Because really, usually typhoid... You take some antibiotics and you're and you're, you're done. Right. Um, but that has not been the case for really? her. So they ended up taking a spool, uh, stool sample uh-huh. right then so they could culture it. And at this point, they have actually not even told the fiancé what's going on. Oh, my gosh. Everything's, everything's just good and good. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So he's busy with last-minute preparations. Yeah. And they're like... Nah, we don't need to let him know. We don't need to stress him out. Oh, my gosh. Uh, okay. So hours passed. At this point, she has taken five pints of IV fluid. <gasps> so she was wildly dehydrated yeah. from, I'm assuming, all the throwing, throwing up, up and yeah. everything. Um, and so she got numerous injections just to stabilize her and to try to get her on her feet for the next day. So the poor thing is just weak. Yeah. And she's pale. She's tired. She's just feeling done. But it was 7 p.m. and she hadn't had her hair done yet. Her wedding is the next day, as we recall. Right. So the hairdresser came to the hospital. Whoa. (laughs) And then they began all the hair making. And the makeup artist was actually at the house already. I guess they were going to spend the night and get the makeup done like the next day. The makeup artist ended up coming to the hospital to hang out even though she took a risk because she had a five-month-old baby with her and she was like nah baby's coming along we're gonna be there for her so they ended up telling the fiance what was going on because they were concerned he would try to reach her and not be able to and then figure something Yeah. yeah panic so he came to the hospital immediately and offered him offered and offered her all the love and support that she could possibly need. Oh, my gosh. And then she was reluctantly discharged around 9 p.m. that night. Really? Yeah, she was like, you you have to let me out. Yeah. I have a wedding the next day. Even though she the, was feeling better? Or? It sounded like she was feeling a little okay. bit better. Um, and so she was warned, you need to come back immediately after you're done getting married. You need to come to the hospital for more treatment. And so she was still weak and she was scared to eat. uh, So she only drank water at this point. Her face looked weary and her eyeballs were red. But her parents were filled with gratitude that she was returning home. So and all the while, something else was happening. Mm. Her mom had started vomiting and diarrheaing. Really? Um, but apparently she had also drank no! that same milk. Why? Um, but hers wasn't nearly as severe because she didn't have the typhoid that she was also oh, battling. So okay. she pretty much immediately got over it. So, what is this milk? Yeah, I'm assuming they just threw this milk away. I would this hope point. so. This bright, beautiful blue milk. I don't. What, do, you, do we get into it? What the milk was? Or? No, no. I think well, it's what just. What is it? I think it's rotten milk. It's oh, and that's why it's blue because it's just bad. Yeah, maybe. I don't oh. know. I don't know what the blue part is. Do not drink blue milk, please. Yeah, just stop. Oh, okay. So that night they did her nails and they headed over to the hotel for the bridal shower oh. and. She didn't want to let anybody down. Oh at this my point. god. I get that. So getting there, all she wanted to do was just sleep. 
Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously. Just rest. And so all efforts to cheer her up were futile. Mm. And she was just very weak. Just yeah. overall, which I'm sure. So she went to the bridal shower. It was a very low-key yeah. event. And then she went back to her room. So the day of her wedding dawns. Okay. And she is determined to shame the devil, oh. as it says. <laughs> She's not strong, but she has tough strength from within. Oh, my gosh. So uh, during the traditional wedding in the morning... Uh, she danced like she wasn't just from the hospital. Oh. So, and her, but her parents, unfortunately, were on edge throughout the whole thing because mm. they just were concerned she was going to collapse. Absolutely. I mean, her mom's eyes were fixed on her the entire time. During the church service, she kept drinking water, but she lost her, bra- her breath countless times, but she tried to keep up a high spirit. Aww. Nothing was going to ruin this joy. Nothing. <laughs> she smiled for the cameras because she couldn't bear the thought of having bad pictures. And But again, water was sort of her companion throughout the entire day. So she just kept it close. Yeah. Yep. Her day went well and ended gloriously, oh, as good. she put it. Pretty much if she, the people who didn't know that she was having such issues yeah. would have never known it. Oh. Like, she just put on a brave face. She smiled for all the pictures. Um, And actually, I did have a picture of her uh, wedding day, and she looked gorgeous. Oh, I bet. I bet. I I don't have it here. That's okay. But then the next day, she went back for treatments. And what ended up happening is they did the culture for her typhoid and was able to figure out exactly the type of bacteria that was giving her problems. Okay. And so they were able to give her antibiotics that would combat it once and for all. Oh, And so she was able to get a few injections and then have the typhoid be disappeared from (gasps) her body. So she was cured from the typhoid, finally. So for four years now, she has had no typhoid, no relapse, and no reoccurrence of it. And so she feels like all of it ended up being a blessing in disguise. Aww. Even though she had all these nightmare things happen on the day before her wedding, she Dude, ended up yeah. having a wedding and then getting cured from a disease that she had struggled with for four years. Dude, seriously, like, I'm already stressed, so having that happen, I could only imagine know, are how you bad kidding? you would feel. <laughs> I could not imagine. My gosh. We're a few weeks uh. away and ugh. The day before the wedding, you get super sick. I'm not going to drink. Michelle, make sure I don't drink anything. <laughs> don't drink that milk. <laughs> don't you dare. <laughs> Please check every beverage I drink before. I'll just take a little sip beforehand. And... <laughs> You'll be my tester. Yeah, I'll be your Thank poison you. tester. Oh You're welcome. Uh, no, I better take that cocktail from her and have a little <laughs> sip first. <laughs> Even though you made it. You're welcome. You're welcome. You fucking owe me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's insane. Good for her, though. Like, I, she, she powered had, through, man. Yeah, she did she power through. She was going to get married that day. And it was going to be a joyous goddamn day. Right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Man, that made me feel even more stressed for some reason. Like, Wait till my next story. Right? Oh, my gosh. I probably shouldn't have said that. Oh, no. Yes, Do I have a honeymoon story? I'll get oh, up ready no. to go. Yes, I do. Oh my gosh! Uh, oh, delightful. It's gonna be good. Yeah, because the next episode will be the the, the week last of the wedding before the wedding. Woo! Ah, but uh, <laughs> wow! You're welcome. This is, 
I need a nap, I think. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, wow. Well, we hope you uh, had a good Valentine's Day. (laughs) Did not die of typhoid. We all hope that. Yeah, I didn't know much about typhoid until I looked it up. And it's all bacterial, as it turns out. So, So fortunately, it's very treatable if you have the correct bacteria or the correct antibiotics. Right, right, right. Yeah. if you don't, it can be hard, very hard to treat, Ugh, which is so poor, what happened to our poor Miss C. Yeah. <laughs> poor thing. My goodness. Well, I'm glad she still got married and had a great day. She did have a great day, despite cute. being on the deathbed. You know what I mean? Well, Nick and I are going to our honeymoon right after the wedding, yes. pretty much. So hopefully, knock on wood, it's not going to happen. Thank you. That's <laughs> not going to happen. Uh, well, all right. Well, yeah, it, you're welcome. Yeah, enjoy your Valentine's Day, guys. Yes, fuck you. <laughs> uh, so we hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and uh, we'll see you next time. Woo-hoo! Right, goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>